Hello, hello, and hello, hello again. Hello. Welcome to God's um, Diamonds in the Rough the podcast. Hey, man, I got so much going on, y'all. I'm telling you, I almost forgot our own name. <laughs> Truth be told, I did. I almost forgot. Amen. But to God be the glory, anyhow. Amen. We are here yet another week. Amen. 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 Hope everybody enjoying themselves. Um, if you haven't caught up to what we're talking about, I'll ask you to go back and listen to the very first where we dig deep into the word of God explaining why we are diamonds in the rough. Listen to Michael, his old, his old serious self, ain't it? Y'all think, I know y'all think he's so serious. Nah. He, he is, he is lies, lies, lies. <laughs> He is very, very serious. That's okay. Amen. Because God has made him that way. Amen. Look, look, this is one thing I found out about life. God has made you the way you are on purpose. Amen. Amen. Some are more serious than others. Some is a little bit more sillier than others. Amen. But no less, God made you how you are, the way you are on purpose. Hallelujah. And we need not apologize for that. But see, Amen. the silliness when you Come on, when somebody. together, the silliness compliments the seriousness. Look, look, look. Come on. I know that's right. Amen. Amen. So, we are about to pray, you guys. Amen. Y'all know we gotta do it. Gotta do it. This is a part of um, our weekly show is prayer. Amen. Before we do anything. Amen. So, just a second. Michael's gonna do just that. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now, touching and agreeing on your word. Mm-hmm. Where you say, when two are together in the midst, that you will mm-hmm. be in the midst. That you will continue to watch over us and keep us safe, protect from all hurt, harm, and danger. Mm-hmm. We pray in the name of Jesus that anything we might have said, done, or thought that's not pleasing in your sight, that you will graciously forgive us and cast it back in the pits of hell mm-hmm. where it came from. We pray in the name of Jesus that as we get into your word, that we'll open eyes and open ears and open hearts mm-hmm. to a better life, a better way. We pray in the name of Jesus, Jesus, that he will give revelation to what thus says the Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus that anybody that does not know you as their Lord and Savior Mm -hmm. would just simply want that. And that they would seriously want that and desire that. That they would simply just say, what must I do to be saved? Mm -hmm. Five simple words Mm -hmm. that's easier said than done. We just pray in the name of Jesus that as we get into your word, that you would guide us, navigate us through your word, mm-hmm. that would change us from the inside out. Mm-hmm. From That's where it starts, from the inside, in the heart. Amen. Amen. That would be revealed openly to the world. Mm-hmm. We ask these things all in Jesus' name. And we pray that anything I might not have said that might be on somebody else's heart or mind, mm-hmm. that you charge it to my mind and not my heart. Amen. These things we ask all in Jesus' name. We say thank you. Thank you, God. We say amen. 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 And amen. Amen. So, you guys, so we start off the whole new series, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it's really um, basing around the process. Talk about the cycle of life, right, honey? Mm-hmm. Amen. But now we want to kind of shift, not really shift, but kind of, uh, what's the word? Um, transition into another. Uh, topic for the next couple of weeks amen that is revolving around 
uh, really the fact that we have process, amen, that we ought to appreciate our process and the way that God uh, allows us to grow, amen. And, you know, I wouldn't really say, a, a, like you say, a shift, but it's more like a introvert into the process because, you know, we go through a life cycle, but we have to go through some things, and this is one thing that we have to go through, mm-hmm. which, you know, is tribulation. And that's a part of life. That's, you know, basically in a nutshell of things we have to go through. That's our tribulation. Mm-hmm. And it's a must for us to get to the next level or the next chapter in our lives is, is to go through stuff to reflect back on why we need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So the title of the next, uh, I don't even know how long this is going to last, but um, the title of it is going to be, uh, process brings growth. Mm-hmm. Process brings growth. Growth, excuse me. <clears throat> so we uh, we are going to go to Romans uh, chapter. What do we say? Ch- chapter five. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we're going to read from um, three through seven, and we are going to take our time. Um, through the text amen so like i said over the next couple of weeks we are going to take each thing or each process toward growth step by step amen and as michael already said we're going to talk about what today tribulation amen tribulation so uh you want to read yeah but can can i just step back to verse one and two because Mm -hmm. you know these two verses are very vital to the, the process of, of what we're talking about. Go ahead, read the whole thing. And it says in Romans 5, starting with verse 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherewith we stand, mm-hmm. and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, mm-hmm. knowing that tribulations wrecketh patience, mm-hmm. and patience experiences and experience hope. Mm-hmm. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which God which God has given us. Mm-hmm. For when we were yet without without strength. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For sacredly, for the righteous man, will one will one die? Yet, pre-adventure, for a good man, some will even dare to die. Hmm. Amen. Okay, so um, even before we get to tribulation, we could actually look at um. Could look at the fact that in verse one and two, as you pointed out, honey, um, that this this process can only come about by faith. Mm-hmm. Amen. It can only and, and and the fact that it comes about by faith, knowing that you are justified. You know, you are justified, justified by what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. So the first point we want to make is that. In your process, because we all have a process, in your process, don't let what people think or even what they say stop you from going forward. Mm-hmm. 
And I like what it says in, in the verse 2, where it says, by whom also we have access. And I'm going to stop right there because, you know, when we see access means we got to pay something. We got to reach in our pocket and pay something. But he said, no, you have access by faith. That comes from the within. And that we have the total access to it. Through Jesus. Through Jesus. So you have to you have to believe that Jesus Jesus is enough. Mm-hmm. You know, that our work can't get us there. You know, us being faithful to going to church and doing all of these things. That doesn't justify us. Mm-hmm. And we can't earn our salvation. We Look, once you receive it, that's it. Amen. We, ain't nothing else that we have to do. You know, at the, before, just, about, just before Jesus was about to be, to pass mm-hmm. and go on. He was be- between two thieves. Remember? They didn't have any time whatsoever to earn. The one who said remember me in paradise mm-hmm. he didn't have no time to earn anything no. amen because jesus was like yes you're gonna be with me amen that that's a true testament that says that his death and resurrection is enough amen you know there's a there's a scripture that says my grace is sufficient the grace that that god gives us is enough and you know even speaking about the the two that was on the cross beside him you know like you said that you know he didn't have a chance to to go and dot every i and cross every t he couldn't just you know tell them to take me off the cross let me go do this let me go do that let me go do this let me go do that before i you know before i perish mm-hmm. all he simply said was remember me Right. And that that speaks of the heart. Yep. That's right. That's right. So the first thing you, you, you that that's a that's one thing that you have to remember. Have to remember. Please remember. Remember. Remember that your process, Amen. In your process, that Jesus has to be the foundation. He has to be the foundation of the new start, mm-hmm. Amen. He has to be the foundation. And he says that, he says, but we glory in tribulation also. Glory in tribulation. Look, look, look. None of us can say that when we're going through hell and high water, it feels good. Because it doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. It doesn't. But if we are looking to God for instruction and for direction, he says that the tribulation is something we should glory in. Amen. After we have come out of the storm, we ought not look at that storm and say, Oh, man, da-da-da-da, complain this, that, and the other. Praise God that you came out of it. Amen. Look, tribulation is trouble or affliction of any kind. Trouble or affliction of any kind. Amen. You know what I mean? Trouble, every trouble is going to come. Any any kind of flesh. That, so that's trouble. It can be trouble uh, on your job, on, in your house, on your, look, in your body. He said, any kind of thing that takes you out of your comfort zone, that is a symbol of tribulation. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that whatever you're going through right now, it's a part of your process. 
you know, and I, and I think it it goes a little bit further as it has to be the foundation. It has to be the fundamental foundation, mm-hmm. because you know it could be it could be a foundation, but a fundamental foundation speaks in the process of that firmness, mm-hmm. and that's why I think that. Well, that's what I know that our heart has to be. It has to be on that that solid foundation because the foundation can can move to the left and move to the right. But when you have that that solid, that fundamental foundation, that's one that says it's unwavering. Right. So that when you do meet your tribulation, when you meet tribulation, you're not moved. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's why it's important that you that we understand that as my honey here said that it is a fundamental thing that your foundation is solid and the solicity comes from Jesus. Amen. And knowing that, look, you have your foundation because with the foundation, when you're building a house, if the foundation is not on a solid uh, surface, then anything you put on top of that foundation, it is. It, if it stands, it ain't gonna stand that long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's not gonna stand that long, and eventually it's gonna fall apart. So the tribulation is necessary for your strength. Amen. The tribulation is necessary for you to be able to withstand the things that come next in your process. Just like a house, God is building our house. Amen. God is building your house in such a way that it's most likely not going to be comfortable. But by the time you get to the end of your house being built, it's going to be something to smile at. Amen. It's just like a house is being When at first when you're looking at it, you're like, oh my gosh. You know, you start doing something, it's like, Oh, man, this task is daunting. But once you start getting toward the end of that task, you start seeing the beauty after all of the mess, all of the hell and the high water. After all of that, you start seeing beauty. It's like, yes, yes, yes. Then it's a little bit more excitement. But look, once you get to a house built, then you got to deal with what's on the inside of it. And you, you ever notice how, and, and this, this, is a, this, this is very key to that, process of of building a house on a foundation and and i speak through this experience because i've done construction work <clears throat> so you ever notice how when you get this piece of land and you got to push all this debris and all this brush off of it and they move dirt and, and pack dirt and then they put the, the they start pouring the concrete mm-hmm. you ever notice how it takes longer for them to get the area clean and the concrete put down then does to put the building on top. No, mm, I didn't know. Because see, it when you put that concrete down, it's got to be a process. You got to get it formed right. You got to put support beams on the inside, which they call rebar, which is metal. And then you pour your concrete upon on it. And then they, they ask for a little bit to make sure it's stiff enough. Mm-hmm. And then once they pour the concrete, they smoothen it out to where it's got to be. But then they don't go just that far. They go a little bit further. They even put more chemicals on top of it to make it even more sturdy or more stiffer. Mm-hmm. And then they sit there and wait about a week or two, sometimes three weeks, before they begin to put the house on it. 
because that concrete has to set in a certain state mm -hmm. to be more firmer. Mm -hmm. Because if you were to put a house on wet concrete mm -hmm. or undeveloped concrete, undeveloped foundation is going to crash. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know what? What more? What more? Test your foundation, then tribulation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, I know that's right. Can you think mm -hmm. of something that that you feel like? Uh, can you share, or do you want to share something that, as far as in regard to tribulation, that you know, had that not happened, you wouldn't be who you are? I can share one. I'm gonna share one after you share yours. Now, unless you want me to go first. Uh, I I would say this. My my first marriage. Ah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> because you oh, know, man. had had it been me. And me alone, you wouldn't have been my wife. I would have went out and because my first marriage failed, I would even say, well, nope, I'm not marrying no more. I'm going to have a girlfriend here. Uh, if that don't work, i get another girlfriend. Nope, if that old girlfriend don't work, I'm not marrying no more. Mm -hmm. But because I asked God to send me somebody, he sent me the one that he desired for me and not me desiring. Mm -hmm. But the Bible does say he who finds a wife. He, not she. It says but he who finds a wife mm -hmm. finds a good thing. But Amen. see, I think I think that in the in that context of that scripture that says when he finds a wife finds favor, mm -hmm. it's speaking more of he that confirms the wife that God sent him and not him go, just going out into the world and finding somebody. Because if we go out into the world and find somebody, we don't know their intentions. We don't know how they're going to treat us, but God does. And he would put it. And I dare to say that when, when God brought you to me, he knew you before you was even knew about and he knew and destined that to happen. See, that's what we got to understand. We have to go through these things in life to get where God wants us. We have to endure certain things. And see, when we endure things, it's just a test of our foundation. It's a test of our faith. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to put this bad woman in, in, or this bad man in, in your life to see if no matter how they treat you, if you're going to continue to trust in me to send you the one I want for you. I know for me, in my, in, in my um, first marriage, I found out the tribulation that I went through. Uh, it made me realize that I didn't, I didn't love me and I didn't know me. Amen. And nobody else could love me properly. Until I love myself. Mm -hmm. And even after my first marriage ended, I still was in other relationships. And and each relationship in each relationship I was in, and it wasn't but I think two, two or three maybe after. Um in each one of those, God showed me a little bit more of myself and what I was willing uh to deal with and what I would deal with even with you as my husband. You know what I mean? It's like, it seems like in, in, in positioning in where this is in the text, this is the first thing you go through um, 
after deciding that you will allow Jesus to be uh, the one who justifies you. Look, in that tribulation, in that first marriage, one of my main fears was, was how what my family was going to think. Hey, I'm getting divorced. I hadn't seen anybody in my family get, disor- get divorced. But this is what I was thinking. I, I thought... They're going to talk about me. They're going to look down at me. They're going to da 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 And so, because I didn't want to deal with that, I tried to keep the failure of our marriage hidden. Mm-hmm. Amen. And because I tried to keep it hidden, that came, that came there came even more abuse from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because he was attacking my mind, making me feel like I want no good to try to drive me into a place of darkness. A, a place of darkness so far that I almost didn't come out of. Mm-hmm. But I know that in all of that that happened, all of that tribulation revolving around that marriage, it made me stronger. It made me get to the place where it says, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because if I had not been through that, then in the things that we have been through, Michael, you and I, I wouldn't be as patient <laughs> As I am, had I uh, gave up in the first marriage. Does all that make sense? Mm-hmm. Amen. I know I said a lot, but I hope that makes sense. And I think with me, you know, I was on the same the same level of how my family would, you know, react. Because after my first marriage failed, I still stayed married to her, although I wasn't with her for about five or six years. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny how, you know, how we met. Would you like to share? Now, honey. Okay, you share. You share. Well, our friend requested on Facebook um, about probably what, seven months prior to. About four or five months. Four months mm-hmm. prior to us actually meeting. And I just friend requested and didn't say nothing. Then all of a sudden I just spoke and say, hey, how you doing? Like I'd known her for. No, years. that is not what happened. What happened? <laughs> See, you should have told. That is not what happened. He said, the first thing he said to me was, what you doing? That's what he said. He didn't say, hey. He didn't say, hi. He said, what you doing? And I said, and I told him what I was doing. I said to myself, who is this? And why is he asking me, what am I doing as if he know me? <laughs> and I hesitated at first before I answered. I kind of looked at I was like, oh, that's that guy. I said, oh, this guy, that's that guy. I said, mm. Then I answered him. Then he said something else. And I think I said, why are you talking to me like you know me? <laughs> and we've just been talking ever since. And he was very persistent. That's all I say. Very, very persistent. Amen. Because I did everything and said everything I could to push him away. Only because I was content. I was see, no longer in a place of looking for a man. I was see, fine all I, by myself. I think that's where it means the tribulation works patience because, you know, that mm. patience works is persistence. Mm. What? Yeah, Michael, I mean, you there gotta you go. Be patient. You got to be patient. <laughs> There's and, a Michaelism. <laughs> yeah, that's a Michael word. You got you to gotta be patient, you know. <laughs> when you go through tribulation, you work patience. Yeah, it made me. It made me. If you look at it in that angle, honey. Uh, it definitely made me patient in regard to waiting for my husband to find me versus me chasing after him or them. Because I was, when I met those other men before I met my husband, I was looking. Amen. I was looking for love. 
I had, and, 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 and I wasn't finding what I was looking for. And once I got content by myself, then no longer was I looking. And that's when able, that's when God was able to look for me. Does that make sense? <laughs> Come on, somebody. God was able to look for me after I stopped looking because I was in his way. You know, that's that's more Jesus. like that. And when you say that, that puts me in the mind <laughs> of a song, a, a, a earthly song that says looking for love in all the wrong mm-hmm. places. Yep, yep. You know, many times we try to do things on our own. And, and the only type of love that, that we can actually look for on our own is the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we can almost expect the love of Jesus yeah. come to us, amen, because we want it. Amen. I was content all by myself. Me and Jesus. That's where I was. And when he came along, I was like, oh, no. Uh-oh. I don't got time for this now. I said, I am good. And I tried to push him away, push him away. But something in, something in the spirit kept saying, no, don't you do that. Don't you say that. Get over here. Go on out on the day. Quit acting like that. <laughs> I promise you it was just me and Jesus and Jesus was telling me nope don't you do that so I, I you know I'm here to tell you I'm one of those ones look get out of your own way and get in his way and you'll be glad that you did amen you will be glad that you did hallelujah Michael you want to say anything else no I think that's about it amen that's about it that's about it that's about it Michael you crazy all right, y'all. So, it's the end of our show. We probably could go on and on. But, uh, knowing that tribulation tribulation worketh patience or perseverance. So, we got a good take on tribulation. Look, don't frown upon it. Appreciate it. Know that it's going to strengthen you. It's going to make you a better, uh, better in your spirit and in every area of your life. Amen. And look. Like it or not, we have tribulation. It's going to happen all through our life. But you have to know that God has purpose in it all. Amen. So next week, we got a special guest. Amen. He's going to be in the studio with us. His name is Alan W. Brown. Amen. He's going to be with us talking um, about the subject of perseverance. Amen. He is a Christian hip-hop artist. He is also my brother, my husband's brother-in-law. Amen. Uh, he just won a couple awards, and he's just, God is using him in a mighty, mighty way. Um, and look, it's just a fact of the matter. When you are willing and obedient, he'll do it. Amen. And he's going to share some things with y'all, or with us rather. And um, I, 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 we want to ask you to tune in next week. Make sure you tune in next week. Amen. And we look forward to seeing you or or. Or seeing that you downloaded the episode, amen, um, on this week, uh, next week, and all of the other ones, amen. If you haven't checked out any of the other shows, please do that. Please, 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 please. And if you want to support, do that, do that. It's a, it's a little word. It says show. Uh, no, it says support the show, amen. Click that, and you can financially support us, amen. Michael, you sure you don't, have, you don't want to say nothing else? I was going to say, and remember... You are a diamond. Amen. That's our cue. Amen. Y'all have a good one. And until next week. Amen. Amen. Amen.